Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 12 of the How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast. All I'm going to say is this one's called Alex Picks a Winner. All right, all right. Done it, mate. He's Completed not sure it. about this. Do you know what? I should have taken you up on that fiver. Ah, you see, oh, you're kicking I'm... yourself now, aren't you? You know what the funny thing about this is? Obviously, we'll get on to the, the, who won and whatnot. In, Do you mean who won? I won. In Tour Trash Talk. But as soon as, like, throughout the weekend in the golf, we're texting each other. I'm like, oh, Rory's at the top, oh, Rory's at the top. Then next thing, I get a text with the eyes emoji. Hatton's coming back, like... All I said is to your response was, give it time. You did, you did. Give it time, give it time. Absolutely, but I tell you what, it was some unbelievable golf we played, like, over both comp- both comps, and we got a lot to talk about. So, let's get started with Chopper of the Week. Firstly, though, Josh, oh. come on, you're not into... That's not said hello to everybody. Oh, by the I way, apologize. so if you're brand new to the podcast, well, welcome. Um, yes. Get ready to listen to being shit being talked for an hour. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, if, please share this with uh, some friends if you think they would like to listen to two golfers talk about crap for an hour. It'd be Do great. You, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you just refer to me as a golfer? Yes, get in. That is on record as no, well. No, well. Everyone well, heard that. He, he referred to I didn't me as say you're a good golfer. I yes, said you were a golfer. I didn't ask you to say a good golfer. You referred to me as a golfer. That's made my day. And also, my dog could be a golfer, but not a good golf. All right. That's his <laughs> now. That's just that, <laughs> should it? Also, before we carry on, actually, because I forgot to mention this as well, we have hit or uh, surpassed. Drum roll, please. A thousand downloads, which is amazing. Buzzing. We're buzzing we're with really it. We're really happy with that. So. If you keep sharing, keep pushing it out, we would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, because we need your help to spread our pearls of wisdom every week. And I say pearls of wisdom because I picked a winner. Um, For a change. <laughs> okay, so if you're brand new, we've got Chopper of the Week, which is picking out stories. Unfortunately, we're in lockdown here in the UK, but we do have a story from this week. Yep. Tour Trash Talk, everything you need to know about what's happening on tour, who's won, picks, winners, who wins, come to me. Um <laughs> We then have uh, Tech Talk, yeah. and usually usually we have What Should Be, but we don't want to spread any negativity at the minute, yes. so uh, we're, we're not going to include that right now, even yeah. though I've got plenty of beef, but I just feel like I'm repeating the same thing. I can't get out on the golf course, yada, yada, yada. Classic. Anyway, so Josh, I'll, I'll let you take <laughs> this one away for Chopper of the Week. So, Chopper of the Week this week goes to Alex Cheers. Elliot. Cheers. We have filmed the video that is going to go out pretty soon. Friday. Um, Friday. So, two days' time. Two days' time. A little bit of a uh, preview for you guys about regripping your own clubs. Yeah, so how to do it if you've got a putter, how to do it if you've got your irons, that's a steel shaft, or if you've got graphite clubs, usually people have that in their fairways, the, their rescues yeah. and their driver. How do you go about it to not make a absolute mess of it so you can so, do it from home yeah that's all you need to know thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> but it's more we, we wanted to do it as more of a getting people ready for golf coming back yeah having you equipment ready etc etc it's one thing just as a serious note that i don't think enough people look at enough having the correct grips making sure they're on square having them done making sure they're nice and grippy they make a big difference if you like i always used to think if you regrip your golf clubs or when I cleaned Tom's grips, I used to do it every Thursday morning before we went and played. Yeah. Because it'd be like, oh, God, this feels good. And if it's straight away, if he's thinking, oh, this feels good, hopefully he has a good day. Yeah. Worked a few times. Worked a few, just a few. Just, just a few. A few. Um, so we're going through the video, and the idea was Alex shows me, and then I grip a club <laughs> myself. 
Don't ruin the story. Just no, no. <laughs> basically, what happened was it got to me gripping the club. So I did Which you made in. an absolute howl of, by the way. I did. It wasn't straight, but... It, I got, was, it wasn't straight, mate. It was so skew-if. I know, but I... You gripped the club a, and the face was about 30 yards open. It my first time ever doing it. So I'm not overly disappointed with how it, how it turned out. Alex comes in to fix it. Right? Straighten it Save up the day. And goes, oh, lad, it's just not, it's not down far enough. You need to tap it. You need to tap the bottom. So turn the corpse down, hits it on the floor, only pierces the grip <laughs> with the shaft. So like the end of the shaft has basically cut a circular <laughs> hole in the bottom of the grip. So now I've got a club that's gripped with a hole in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. But, and you always say, man, oh, that's never happened before. Just them weights, mate. <laughs> just them gains I've been making in that home gym of mine. Um, so the, we had a bit, poof of a, bit of an absolute... Two weights. <laughs> so we had a bit of an absolute calamity. Is it what you call it, a poof? That you put your feet on? Yeah. Yeah, a poof, yeah. Um, so we had an absolute calamity. Shocker. So what I've had to do is get a load of double-sided sticky tape and stick the bit of rubber... <laughs> Back in the end. It's a right patch job, isn't it? It is a right patch job. But, but the thing is, it's what Josh is going to do. It's his forearm. He's going to go, oh, it's your fault that forearm don't work. Exactly. No, mate. You just shit with your forearm. Wow. <laughs> so wow. it's a bit harsh, that one. You went in on me, so i got going on you. Very, very true. But guys, watch the video on Friday. It's hilarious. The reaction to it is, I'm just like shocked that he's actually done it. Uh, he's like, yeah, you just got, just got to hit it on the ground. Bang, straight through. I don't know what time I'm going to put it out, but... Yeah. You'll have to keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. It'll be after 3.30. That's all you need to know. So, shop of the week this week Go to Alex Elliott. Thank you. Da, 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 da. Well done, mate. Certificate will be in the post. Thanks. And guys, those of you that are new to this, this is normally full of stories from us being on the course, stupid things that have happened. We have people send stories in. So if you do have any stories that are funny things that have happened when you're on the golf course, we will try and do them justice. We need you to send them in. They can be old on you, by the way. They don't yep. have to be like, Correct. happen now. They could be like, one of your trips that you've been away and someone fell fell off the golf cart and then they said, try down the stairs then, but that's a bit bad, isn't it? Oh, DJ, oh, so bad. Um, so... Kepka pushed him. <laughs> what? what? Wives? Different. Both of them? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, no, it's a different route. <laughs> so, so, um, I'd love to go in on that one. I know, but you need to send your stories into how to ruin a good walk at gmail.com and we will get them read out. Lovely. Right, let's move swiftly on. Uh, this next protection is tour trash talk. So, Josh, let's start with... Actually, can I, can I start with mine? No, we'll, I'll leave no. mine. We'll, we'll build up to mine. We have an order, all right? Oof, so, don't mess his order. We're going to start with the PJ Tour event from the week just gone. So, the American Express Open, and the winner of the event was Siwoo Kim. And to be fair, he had a final round of eight under, finishing 23 That's under. That's some final round, yeah. Winning by one shot. And, okay, that final round is unbelievable, but he only had two bogeys all weekend. That's a joke. Is it all me, weekend. or is the scores just get lower and lower on the PJ Tour every the... single week? It's like 20 underwins. But this is the thing, though. I have a, I have a handicap of 22, I might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. We, having looked at the course, I'm going to talk about some, some of the holes on the course itself. It doesn't look easy. Like, no. It looks cool, though. Yeah, it looks amazing. And, but the point on you, you're saying these scores getting lower, these guys are just getting better and better. And better. obviously the tech getting better helps. There's the question. There's a big question. Is it the tech in terms of the player? Uh, no, let me start that again. Is it the tech in terms of the equipment or is it the tech 
of the science that goes into the mechanics of what the player does, yeah. or is it just they're getting better? It's to, probably a combination of all I three. Think it's a combination of all three. I think the equipment but, is obviously getting better and better, and but then people's understanding of the golf swing and pe- the way people go yeah. about things, people's understanding of fitness, like these guys are. Alex Freaks. at the Golf Fitness Video is obviously doing great things to see with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> what, he tunes in, mate? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course he does. But no, honestly, it's what he says. Okay, yeah, so He shouted me out on the PGA Tour. I'm sure he did. Those fitness exercises do me a world of good. So then we had uh, Patrick Cantlay coming in in second. He's such a solid performer, mate, by the way. Quality, just churns him out. Uh, he was 22 under, and then Cameron Davis was third with 20 under. And then my pick looked so good for so long. He was up there the whole weekend. The keyword being looked. I know, but um, Tony Finau finished 19 under. But in terms of Cantley and in terms of Finau, two strong starts and two strong biddings for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, and actually i seen a stat on uh, Finau. He's not won since 2017, but he's had a ridiculous amount of top top tens and like top five finishes. And, and this might sound strange, but you're probably going to have a better career doing that we will have a better career doing that in terms of money yeah. and in terms of world rankings but you probably won't get recognized for it as much yeah like uh, he's almost like that guy that he's just knocking on the door constantly isn't it and i think at some point the term you're using is bridesmaid wow <laughs> wow <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> but it's he, a bit harsh that he is like that i saw a video of where when he when he first came on tour and he's on the driving range and there's guys just stood around just watching him, like all the golfers stood around just watching him leather a driver. And like, they obviously see how good he is. They obviously know how good he is. And I think it's only a matter of time before he starts like churning out victories and winning majors. I think, I think he's going to be a ser- serious golfer, like seriously on the, on the PGA Tour. he's already a serious yeah, golfer. Yeah, but you know what I mean, yeah. like he's going to be way up there. So I want to talk a bit now, Alex, about the course itself. Uh, That's very formal. Oh. I don't like he's presenting on uh, PGA Northwest tonight. I'm just getting better at this. <laughs> More confident. It's questionable. I've had some emails. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, the, uh, the course is... I'd never really heard of the course before. It, so, it was the PGA West Stadium course. And the two holes in particular, one of them they call Alcatraz. Which island is Green. Basically an island green. So, it's a little bit like... It's uh, TPC Sawgrass. Yeah, TPC Sawgrass. 17th. Only rather than it being sort of wood around the green, hold, like holding it up, it's rocks, and it's just ridiculous. Like it looks like if you're obviously if you're slightly off, you're in the water anyway. You but, know what's mad on those shots? They're usually not like long par threes, no. but it's it's amazing to see what scores they actually rack up. Yeah, like going in there. Like, if you honestly, I think about this right. 120 yards or whatever it is for a PGA Tour player, European Tour player. If there was no water and that was a big bunker, it'd be a no-brainer. I don't reckon... I reckon 90% of the field would hit the green. Yeah. Mate, that... You put the old agua around it, <laughs> I bet you it's like only 80% hit the green. It's ridiculous. Which is still a lot of people, and but it's just that mental factor. And this thing, in golf is golf is a game of obviously fine margins and like you miss slightly and you're way off. You tap your grip too hard and it goes through. Exactly, fine margins. Fine margins. <laughs> <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> but... This is like it sort of brings it into. No, I can't think of what I'm trying to say here. It basically makes it you look how much harder it is when it's just water. And, and guys, like you said, guys will stand there on the. You're tee babbling and think, now, mate. You're babbling. <laughs> guys will stand there on the tee and think, 
can't get this wrong. No, yeah, exactly. It's that. It's exactly. Yeah, it takes. It puts in perspective when you stood there and you're like, I can't get this wrong. Yeah. Whereas if there's no, if it's a bunker, they don't. The PGA Tour players, they don't see a bunker as, a, as obviously a hazard, but they don't see it as something where they're probably going to drop a shot from it. You, yeah, you can bail out. And yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. So, like for example, on some par fives, they're going to aim to get it in the bunker at worst. Like yeah. they'd rather probably be in the bunker than chipping around the green in yeah. some tournaments. But you shove uh, shove a big a water hazard in there, and, and it. it's just like it changes the whole perspective of of the shot. Yeah, it's, it, I mean it's not like panic stations, but that it hole, probably is, mate. Especially that hole, that 120 yard hole. I would say they'd rather it be a 500 yard yeah, hole. Do you know what I would love to see? Um, at Sawgrass and there, put a heart rate monitor on them. See what yeah. like see what happens to them yeah, when they like yeah. even if it's just in practice. But oh no, it'd be awesome to have it in a tournament. Like when people are there and you go. Miss it, don't miss it. Yeah. Whoa, wait, oh shit! But that that <laughs> that'd be um, like unbelievable for the for the PJ Tour too because it gives that extra little bit. Like they're getting better with the 189 beats talk. per minute. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I say they're getting better with the mic talk apart from Justin Thomas, but they are getting better with like Ooh, the interactivity catty, of it. Very catty. <laughs> but, Was he mic'd up? Well, no, but the the mics are closer and like you can hear a lot more, especially now without the fans, you can hear a lot more what the what the players are saying, can't you? But that would be that would be really good for them to do. Um, the next hole. I want to talk speaking about. of bunkers. Speaking <laughs> of bunkers. This is the bunkers of all bunkers. If you've not seen it, head over to the PGA Tour Instagram account. Yeah. And just wow, just so just wow. It's the 16th hole, and there is a bunker that is 18 foot slash 19 foot between the two. Below the green, but like they like slide down the hill. To yeah, get there's in videos it. of guys like sli- yeah sliding down on the. <laughs> I'm on, surprised sat like down. nobody's like done an injury. I imagine a caddy taking the bag down there. Like there's one. Just bring me my club. Oh no, actually, I want me I want me lob wedge, not me sandwich. <laughs> Go <laughs> back and forget it. <laughs> no, you can use that club now. There's a video of um, Phil Mickelson walking out of the bunker, and he's like having to like hit his club into the ground and pull himself up. Yeah, I'm like, not surprised. It's steep. It is seriously steep, and like I. And you, you look at players like Phil Mickelson, and everyone talks about Phil Mickelson's short game, and there's videos of him struggling to get out of it. Like, it is ridiculous. Why on earth it's like that, I don't know. Obviously, it's a spectacle. Obviously, it's amazing, though, isn't it? It's amazing, it's cool. yeah. But as a player, you, think, you must be thinking, there's just no need for it. I'm thinking as a player, I can't be arse walking down that hill. <laughs> I think as a player, whatever you do, don't go left. Yeah. Like I'd rather Alex miss it at Hilston Hall. Cheers. Don't even need to bring that story up, mate, because it's your poor course management and your poor course information. Don't go left. Oh, hit it just over the left bunker and just over the left bunker in the shit. Never found the ball again. Mm, Cheers. Left. Cheers. So, but yeah, back to the bunker. Anyway, after he's got that that little run, got out. that run out of the way. Um, it's ridiculous. Like seriously, and they did a charity event before the competition this weekend with uh, Mickelson and Casey, and I think they played with Landon Donovan. I can't remember the other player who was like the celebrity, um, but they did like a, a, a competition, like a yeah. challenge to get out of it. And Mickelson struggled. Didn't, I don't think Mickelson got out, but Casey did. And it is just ridiculous. Yeah, you've got to have a good lie. We're usually in a bunker for those guys. The lie, if it's, if it's mediocre, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mediocre in there, you're going to struggle you to get out. And it's going to roll back down the hill, going to probably end up in a footprint. Yeah. Poor carnage. Yeah. And before we move on to the... I'm excited. I want to get on to mine here. But we need to talk about Siwoo Kim and his driver off the deck. Oh. So the winner, Siwoo Kim, is... I didn't know this, but he is sort of famous for being able to hit a driver off the deck. And I'm not talking like 
on a fairway where there's not much danger and you think, oh, I'll have a go. We're talking out the rough, from a tree, left-handed, over water. You name it, that man can do it. Off a cart path, off a deck of cards, like, ridiculous. The guy's a joke. That's a serious talent, that. I mean, some of the, obviously, the top guys on tour are good with a drive off the deck, but... The three woods are so good these days. It yeah. takes a lot of balls to go, you know what, I'm going to hit my driver. And, and you know what? Like all seen... Here's my question. Does it go further or is it for show? It obviously goes further, but... I know what you mean. Like, majority you've of them will got be to make hit. sure you've got to get it start the middle. You yeah. could get three woods a little bit wrong and it still go all right. Yeah. You get that wrong, you look like an absolute clown. Yeah, and realistically, for the sake of what, what you're talking, maybe 30 yards, 20 yards... You're not get off the deck. You're not going to hit your driver that much farther. You're, you're, you're probably not going to carry it along. It's going to roll out more. Yeah, but then like, We've all seen like the um, Bubba Watson hitting the driver across the, on the deck around the corner. Like um, I can't remember what what course it's at, but he like levers it and it like, rolls up onto the green. But this guy's like hitting it over it's like water. Bullet straight. Bullet straight. <laughs> like the guy's a joke. And and again, the PJ Tour did like a video of him hitting it from all different situations and he is just ridiculous. Like, that's sometimes, like, there's one way he takes like a divot. Like, just unbelievable. Josh, Josh is saying it like a divot, like he's never, he never takes a divot, you see. Josh divot. gets his wedge out divot, and he never takes divot. his divot. Same thing. You don't take your divot. You don't take a divot, mate. I do take a divot. Don't, mate. You, just your little scooper. A little scooby dooby dooby. Oh, God. <laughs> little knife. He likes a little knife. He says did, this, but... We did some filming in, in an in, indoor facility yesterday. Very, very good. Cheers, Craig Daggett from Bramwell Park. Yeah, Unbelievable. Craig. Josh shambles. There. Oh, I'm swaying. Why am I swaying in me swing? I think I thought he was going to start crying. All right. Well, this is something... That's something that we'd worked on, and it's crept back in because I've not... Guess what? I've not been swinging a club. But also, I wasn't swinging my own clubs. So oh, there we go. We've heard it all. <laughs> oh, my grip's not right as well. Cheers, Alex. Right. Okay, <laughs> moving on to the bit I wanted to tell you all about. So, if you listen to last week's podcast, go and have a listen because you're going to hear me pull out the winner. You're going to hear me pull out the winner. I said, categorically, Tyrrell Hatton will be the winner. Who was the winner by four shots? Tyrrell Hatton. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers Mum, for the money. Nice one, Rory. Yeah, so speaking of Rory, though, we'll have to get into this because that's he had two good rounds and two mediocre rounds again. Yeah, so I mean, I don't get me wrong, he's still at a top four finish. Yeah, like still unbelievable. Top three finish, but in fact. The way he started the first two days was just stupidly good. You were texting me going, Oh, yeah, he told he said, he, said he's never putted this well before. All right, that went well, didn't it? <laughs> so, Till Hatton won 18 under, um, and six then six under final round. Yeah, just ridiculous. The guy's a joke. The guy is a joke. The guy literally gets ahead and he's, it's like he enjoys that thrill of being there. Whereas some players will get ahead and it's a bit like, oh, I've got to fend it back. He's gone out, final 100%. round, playing with Rory McIlroy and shot six under. Some players would get in that position, playing with Rory McIlroy and think like, shit, the bird. shit I'm playing with Rory McIlroy. Yeah, mate, 100%. The guy is a winner. He's got one of the hottest players on the he, planet right now. He is winning. I'm sure he's now ranked fourth in the world. Mate, I saw some crazy so stats. He's, he's now ranked higher than Rory. And the guy is a joke. You Once he gets ahead, he you you are got to do something serious to try and catch him. You need to listen to this stat. So there's this like post that um, they put up about Tyrrell, and it's something like four worldwide wins in X amount of time. Yeah, here we go. So um, I'm going to find it for you right now because it is unbelievable. He's just a, he's just a, a freak, like. And something that's quite funny, actually, he's got sort of a, um, 
a reputation for being an angry golfer. Yeah, yeah, you see that video? Saw that video, that video with Ian Poulter and uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Ian Poulter, Henrik Stenson, and was it Eddie Pepperell? Um, and basically, it was about like an anger management class for the for the. You need it to watch so it. It's, like, it's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, and because that's why he did the thumbs up at the end, didn't it? Because it was like when you're feeling glum, show the thumb. It's like giving the thumbs up. And that was the joke of the video, and that's why he did it with the trophy. But the guy is a serious, serious like freak, and he's like four in, fourth in the world now, above Rory, um, and serious things. Best European, isn't he? Surely. Yeah. Is he going to get a major this year? Can he get to our number one? That is a question. Well. I think if he if he carries on like he's going, okay, you, he's got to look at like DJ's an absolute machine. But if he carries on like yeah, he's going, yeah, but mate, he can look get a at major him. In there. Look at him go. Like I'm not being funny. He's got to be in the same similar category now. I know he's not had as many wins, but he no. he's won worldwide. It was something like in the last six months he's won worldwide four times. Don't quote me on that. I saw it on the, online. I can't find it. So. Uh. Shambles. <laughs> Shambles. Come with your stats, lad. Come on. Uh, but but I, no. I honestly think that's an unbelievable, unbelievable amount. And I think it's just opening the floodgates for this year. Absolutely. Do you think he will win a major? Do you think he'll win a major? What do you reckon? Do I think he'll win a major? Yeah, I think he will. I'm just trying to see, because we discussed majors earlier in the You're trying to see if you think... I'm trying to see if you said it. I think Yeah. Get in there! I said US Open. I said, is that the Open? I think that's mine. I said, I said the Open. Cheers. No, you didn't. Thanks for coming. Till Hatton is going to win the Open. You heard it first. Okay, you're going with that. Do you know what we should do? We should do a running total each week of who picks the winners. So I'm one nil up because obviously I picked Hatton. So what happens if neither of them win though? No, no one gets a point. Not going to do highest finish. No, no, no. We'll just do if you got a win. So over this court, basically start the course of the season, who finishes on top? Okay. Okay. So other other standout finishes. Are, say uh, standout Jason Scrivener six under yeah, final round that. really good really good round from him I remember watching him probably like three or four years ago where we had to play well in Hong Kong or somewhere to basically keep his card and he did um, so this is a guy going from on the brink of losing his card a few years really having to dig in deep to now finishing second at one of the big, biggest European tour events yeah class so good. but what do you think about Rory two good rounds two two mediocre rounds it, it was yeah so it was it's almost a, like a reverse of the Masters wasn't it like exactly mate I just find it so strange why can't he bring it together for four rounds now I don't I, do you know what I hate it when people say this like oh Rory's had a bad week mate if it's anybody else finishing third and having the results that he's having yeah but but the one thing we've got to put in perspective he's been put on this pedestal of being the golfer of the well, European Tour. When he was a kid, he was the next Tiger Woods, wasn't he? Like, that's what everyone was I, talking about. I honestly about. think he's not lived up to the expectations of what people said. But, but is you that because the media, is, is is the media put too much I mean, You on say it? that, but there's only one major he's not won. Like, the guy's had a ridiculous Mate, Tiger, career. Tiger, one Harry Tiger. No, but Tiger's a freak. Yeah, but people, you just said to me, quote, unquote, the people were comparing him to Tiger. Did I say? Did yeah, I say yeah, that, though? Yeah, or did yeah, I say yeah, that people said that? I don't agree with it. Right, moving on. So, <laughs> I think I think that people obviously comparing him to that, but you he okay, he's not lived up to that, but what a career he's had. He's been top 10 in the world for God knows how long. He's won four of the five majors. That's right, isn't it? Five majors? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was, I knew it was right. I just didn't bat myself. Four of the five majors. He only needs to win the Masters to, to complete the lot. And the guy finishes consistently up there. Like, some career, he's n- and he's nowhere near finished, in my opinion. I think 
he will win the Masters at some point, and I think maybe he'll start to then. There's only four majors, mate. Four majors? Yeah, US Open, US PGA, the Open, and the Masters. Not PGA Championship, isn't that one? Yeah, the US PGA. Ah, four majors. Four majors. I respect. Yeah. No, you know your quotes. That's one, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's got he's got to do it, like, and I think he will do it. I really do, and maybe this year, but. Again, I can't see... He's got to be able to put four rounds together. That's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. That's Because, like, he, he final round was a level par round, and that's in the fact you, 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 going to win anything. You're thinking if you're... If that is DJ in that position, yeah, he's, he's waltzing. He's not... Wait, well, I may not waltz to it, because obviously Hatton played unbelievable. Hatton didn't win it because of Rory. Hatton went out and won it. Yeah. Won it by four. But if but, it was DJ there, would he have put him under more pressure? This is the thing. It's almost like that foot-on-the-throat mentality of, no, t- you've clearly got, you've got, got it. A, yeah, Till's got, yeah, I'm going to win this. I'm, and once I'm ahead, you're not going to catch me. And it's the same with DJ, like at the Masters. We talked about the Masters last year, how he like swaggered around the golf course and was so swaggered. good. And it was almost like that mentality of, right then, come and catch me. Yeah, I agree. On the note, though, uh, of a performance that we sort of maybe expected after everything that happened, JT, missed cut. Missed cut. I mean, it's, to be fair to him, Rory came out and supported him, didn't he? Yeah, he had everything that went on last week that we spoke about um, with Ralph Lauren and losing sponsorships there after what he said. But he'd never played in the desert before. Never played in I'm Dubai. sorry, I don't, I don't, get, don't take that This shit. is what he said, though. Obviously, so he, he couldn't get the greens right. I mean, if he's never played on grainy greens before, I'd have that. But I bet he has played on grainy greens. He's played in Hawaii. He's won in Hawaii, I think. I, I, I'm just saying what he said, mate. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, just saying. But he missed the cut. Which, I just for the standard play that he is, is yeah. not good. Is this, Josh, question for you. Is this something that's just going to blow over, or is this going to be... See, I, I... It's obviously... You can't look past it, it's affected him this week. It mm-hmm. must have done. But I think going forward now, maybe you take a week off, two weeks off, or maybe you take this week off and come back for the waste management next week, um, and we'll see then. But I think hopefully it blows over because the guy's class. Yeah, that is class. Yeah. But other top 10 finishers, Matt Wallace, Tommy Fleetwood, like quality. Obviously, Tommy Fleetwood's got a new bag that we're going to discuss, mm-hmm. or new clubs in his bag that we're going to discuss. Um, but yeah, just... Some good starts, some people for Ryder Cup. Yes, Miss really good. Matt Fitzpatrick missed the cut. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Wow. Westwood finished sixth second. Polter missed the cut. Yeah, so... It's gonna be gonna be gonna be good. Your man McIntyre tied sixteen. That's not a bad start, is it? Ride a cup, innit? Ride a cup, mate. Never know. So let's talk about this week's events coming up. So quite a big one on the PJ Tour. The Farmers Insurance Open. Who's your winner? Go on. We're doing, we're doing a running thing each week. Who's your winner? John Rahm. John Rahm's playing this week, and I think he's gonna win. Who's yours? It's not Rory, even though he's playing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Siwoo Kim, back-to-back. Mm. If he's playing. If he's playing. Sung Ji-Yung playing again. Shock. <laughs> um, Tony, that boy plays with a beat. Tony now is in there. No, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to change. I'm gonna, change. I'm going to change. I'm going to go wild card. Wild card, Tom Lewis. Ooh. I think his game is good for over there. Going for the, the old supporting the Europeans there. Yeah, because there's a lot of Europeans playing over there. Yeah. Molinari, Hovland, Norren, McElroy, Ram. Yep. There's, some, there's some really good players playing this week over there. So I'm going to go John Ram. Alex going Tom Lewis. Let's see who comes out next week. I'm going to mate. This is, a, this is a 
a big event. Maybe you like know what third. you should do? Double points if you got to pick someone outside the world's top twenty. That's a great idea. So no, it's pick... not. Yes, it is because he's not. He's not supposed to. Well, not, sorry, not supposed he's to. Not win. supposed to win. <laughs> You're not supposed to win. <laughs> <laughs> You've but not got the right, the God-given you, right to You're win. just making this up as you go yeah, along, right? Yeah, I am, right? mate, to make it fair no, than me. If you win, if Fortune favours the brave. If you win, you get a point, that's it. End of. Okay. Um, so this is sort of like the big, well, one of the big competitions of the year, isn't it? The Farmers' Trust Open. Uh, bit, bit of... Biggish, I don't know so. why I think... I think that because it was one of the one, first ones back when it happened last year. I'm sure it was. And... Um, I think what you've got to think is... Leading into the these, Waste Management next week... Yeah. That's where all that's these events people. are big on the PJ Tour. Like they play for so much money compared to the European Tour when you have like the smaller events like Czech, Denmark. Yeah. All these other events yeah, yeah, yeah. are a little bit smaller, so every event that you see on the PJ Tour always seems that bigger, yeah. bit bigger. Yeah, that's told me on it. it. Does doesn't it? So shut up and get in your box now. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is the thing though. We're now not a million miles away from the Masters. No, we're not. That's, honestly, that's going to come around so quick. Yeah, we've Me got... Me and Josh are going live at the Masters, by the way. We're going in there. Been letting the gates. No, I'm joking. Wait. <laughs> I wish. That was just, that was just basically <laughs> a beg if anybody wants to come I was looking at something. Alex then like, you have, have not Have you got something to tell me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I wish. Imagine imagine doing mate. that. Imagine being live reporters. This is the thing, though. We're, that, we're, what, a couple months away. We've got the waste management next week, which is a big one. Um, and... It's getting exciting. Yeah. Like, uh, golf's in a good place. Golf's in a really good place. With the European Tour this week, they've got the Omega Dubai Desert Classic. That's that one where you see that iconic, that I mean, the, the par eight, fives. Yeah, the eight yeah. hole, and you've got like Dubai in the background. Yeah. Like, I mean, like Pete Finch, I saw it on his Instagram the other day. Um, he put a cool vid up to fair, like starting low and coming at it. Yeah. It literally looked like he was sitting into a green screen. Yeah. Just it like it's not real. Um, and again, some big, big names. Okay, who's your winner then? Because you've got basically the same field as last week. Hatton's playing, Marakawa's playing, Willett, Lowry, Fitzpatrick, Westwood, Garcia. Garcia's at a quiet start to the year. Who are you going with? Fleetwood's in there. Oh, what did we say? So Fleetwood was top 10 this week. Do you reckon Hatton's going to go back to back? It's, do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. I'm, I'm going to say Tommy Fleetwood. I'm going to go to Hatton. Oh. Going two back-to-backers if, if, if Siwoo Kim's playing. Mate, that guy, when he's on that purple streak, he is a joke. He is a joke. Okay, so Fleetwood and Hatton, and then I went Ram and you went Lewis in the in the PJ. That'll be very interesting to see you next week. You heard it here first. And I hope, I hope to God he doesn't win because he's a bad, <laughs> bad winner, honestly. Mate, imagine he goes back-to-back Hatton. Two million euros in two weeks. <sighs> Cheers. I just put my feet up for the rest of the year thing is though he's, he's he's probably made enough money in his career to do that already yeah like he's obviously won it he's obviously got the goals that he wants to reach and fair play to the boy yeah he, he'll win him he'll win a major whether it's this year or not he will win a major because he is ridiculous it's a big shout it's a big um, shout so we said that we would update you when we found out about the mm. PGA championship oh trumpety trump scores gonity gun gun so obviously we talked about Trump losing it after everything that's happened so in 2022 it's now going to be at Southern Hills Oklahoma so it's been there before, hasn't it, yeah. Alex? 2007, Tiger Woods. Defended there, didn't he? I think he defended it, yeah. 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 So, interesting. I, I think they're always going to have to go with somewhere that was, um, had done it before because... Well, you know what you're going to you, get, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. You, you know exactly what you're going to get. It's like a safe bet, isn't it? Of course it is, but I think it, when we're looking at the pictures, it looks like an unbelievable venue. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's got that like, big traditional American clubhouse. It's not even a clubhouse, it may as well be a hotel. Yeah, it's it's 
sort of like the stereotypical look, isn't it? A little bit like Wingfoot. Like, okay, it won't be the, the course won't play the same, but like the way it looks is like the classic loads of bunkers around the green and stuff. And it, it'll be it'd be good to see. I mean, I I personally don't know much about the the course at this point, um, but it'd be intriguing to see what what people actually think about it. And I guess the golfers won't really care. Nah, mate, they just treat it. It's a golf course. It's a golf course. Do you know what I mean? Like. They're not going to stand up there and think, oh, God, it's this place. You know, like, I always think this. You look at footballers, right? Footballers have this thing where it's like, oh, it's a stadium that I never scored at or not this. I wonder if golfers have that same thing, like, oh, it's a golf course I never played well at. Well, look at Rory at Augusta. Yeah, but that, that'd be the, it's not like I he makes say. the same mistake on the same hole every time, though. No, but he makes the same sort of blunder in the sense that he can't play golf there. Like he he bottles it in a sense. He only has two good rounds. Like I think it there must be uh, some factor in that. Um, but it'd be it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see because um, obviously, like players like Tiger. Obviously, we've heard this week about Tiger's back injury. Oh yeah, we're not we've like, not spoken about that yet. Yeah, that's a very good point. So Tiger had surgery this week or last week. Uh, on Will her, be back for the Masters on his back. So whether he's back again, I don't know. Sad, really. I think I think it was one of them where obviously it, it could just be a minor surgery and a minor fix, and it's something yeah, but nothing. At that but age now, that's it's going to have a toll on his body, and then he's not going to be practicing for. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily the surgery. I think he's okay to recover from that. Yeah. But it's the six to twelve weeks that he's probably not going to have picked up a golf club. Yeah, and I think that it, it was a bit weird. I. It was a bit of a strange reaction to it. I've seen all, all on social media, like people like, it was almost like a state of panic. Like, oh my God, like another surgery, what's going on? Like, so hopefully, fingers crossed, it's something or nothing. But whether we see much of him this year, I don't know. Hopefully, he can get back for the Masters. Um, but we'll, we'll just have to see. Okay, the final bit of this week's uh, 12 Trash Talk is uh, Kepka splitting with his coach. This is mad. So obviously, he was with Claude Harmon. Um, and they've been together since 2013, so obviously he'd been world number one at that time. Has he won four majors? Well, he's just been dominant. He's won a lot he's of been ma- yeah. dominant. Um, I don't, who's he going to go with? God knows. Uh, well, I don't really know many no. other coaches, to be honest. I mean, like. Well, I think he's obviously, Claude obviously looked after him as well as his dad, probably. So yep. him and Butch probably looked after Kepka. Yep. But it's a strange one. Why, when everything's going so well, do you then change it? Is it going well? I don't know. Obviously not. <laughs> well, it, apparently it happened just after the Masters, so obviously he finished tied seventh at the Masters. Well, the guy's I think. never going to change his swing. The guy, wait, you, you, well, Nick Fowler did it, I guess. Yeah. No, I would. But but this this is the thing, and this is where like I am a bit unsure on, on like you said why he would do that is because he, like you said, he's, he, there's going to be very minor changes that he makes. Maybe it's just the confidence, confidence, or the way he's doing things he doesn't like, like. Because realistically, these guys are that good that how often do you need a lesson? How, how often do you have a... They need telling the good, though. Golf tour pros are a fragile class of people. Really? Yeah. And honestly, like, don't they need telling. So you'll probably find that his coach, actually, is there every week saying, like, yeah, looks good, that looks good, that. And you need that reassurance if you're going to go and perform at the top level, 100%. Yeah, well... I'd be interested to see how he how he gets on going forward, but obviously he played well, two weeks ago 
Mm-hmm. Um, he played okay, but I don't. He obviously didn't win. He's not set the world on fire there. But is 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 that because he's he's changing coach? Like, could it be something that he sort of kicks himself about? Maybe comes groveling back. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like Claude Arm and Butch Arm are like po- probably the most well known coaches around, aren't you they? Sure you got to look at Sean Foley, Dick Ledbetter. Some serious, serious golfers, don't they? So. It'll be very interesting to see how he gets on this year, um, having changed. And obviously, there's been talk about he's changed his clubs in his bag and all sorts. So, it's a lot of change to happen in a very short space of time. Right, I think that wraps it up for Tour Trash Talk this week. It certainly does. So, let's move on to Tech Talk. Yes. And I have in my hand, Josh, the grip, the BJM putter grip, which is going to change your putting forever. Oh, I didn't realise there's two. Different ones. Ah. One thick, one thin. I think I want to swap. Yeah, sorry, mate. I think I want the thick one. Nope, sorry. So, basically, these, this BGM grip is a very strange shape. So, it's like round at the back. Best way I can describe it, it's upside down. So, like, usually you have oh. that thin bit at the back where you, like, you put your hands round. Yep. You put that on the top. Yeah, so it's like, basically, like, round on the, round on the, on the back or the bottom of the grip. And then it's like... Triangular. triangular on the top, isn't it? So the idea in it is that you... Put with your palms up. Exactly. And doing that whole motion actually gets you to have less wrist involved and it gets you to rock it more from the shoulders. But they they look good. I, I'm going to be completely honest. When Alex showed it to me, I was a bit unsure. I was a bit like, why would I do this? But then this is coming from the guy that's changed the way he puts about three or four times. So Josh is a shit putter, basically. I'm not anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm not anymore, I promise. <laughs> I'm so fragile. Don't take that. Um, but I think this could be really, really interesting to try. We're going to do a review on these, yeah. see how they go. But the idea is it takes the wrist out. We're going to put them on our putters that we use. Alex has committed me to doing You're this doing as it. well. You're doing so. it. You've got to go whole hog on this. What's the worst thing you do? If you don't like it, you whip it off. Very true. But now we're going to decide who has the big one has the little one. That sounded really strange, that mate. Basically, one of them's one of them's a lot bigger than the other. One of them's like oversized. One of them's undersized. Um, but look, I'm interested to see how they work. They think it's gonna it's gonna make putting simpler. Um, and the idea is that it takes your wrist out of it. It it basically lowers but, your margin for error. Yeah. So basically, when when you're holding the putter the traditional way, like your wrists are a lot easier. They can they can, they're very more mobile. This without getting tense, without locking your wrists out it gets you to rock it more and control it more through the sternum. And I, I, honestly, it's something that I've drilled, something that I've done before. I'm fully buying into it right now. Um, so see that review. It will be up in the next couple of weeks or so. It will be dependent on us being able to use a putting green somewhere. Um, somewhere, yeah. So we'll yeah. Just, just, keep, just keep your eyes peeled for that. And I think they look class. I'm so far up the street, it's a joke. Yeah, so a little bit about, a bit of blur about the company. So... They've said, we are a small, innovative company that has studied the biomechanics of the golf swing to investigate what, why, and when. We do things in the golf swing which are which has allowed us to develop and refine our performance product. BGM putter grips are not just putter grips. It is a complete putting system and are defined as performance grips that is based on the biomechanics and science. It's very, very Bryson DeChambeau, this, isn't it? Mate, yes, but honestly, without being Bryson, it's Bryson. It is. Through this unique design and hold system, it allows the palms and the hands to turn up. This results in the reduced mobility of the hands, wrists, and arms and influences the thoracic rotation 
and allowing the hands to become external drivers. I am excited to try these. You need to try it. Wow. But it is, <laughs> it is very, very bright, isn't it? It's very, like, scientific, and this is... We are going to make We've putting We've got two easier. bright red ones. He's got a... They've come with, like, a guide, like... Basically teaching you how to put. No, it's like how you how should hold, hold it. it. Best ways to hold it. I mean, obviously putting so individual, it's only like a guide, like Josh said. But it's honestly, you wait for the review. I, we're, I'm, I can't wait to try it. It's going straight on my putter. And if you know my putter, it's a beauty. This is the thing with these as well. So I, they obviously saying about doing right hand under left hand, like you would normally hold the club. However, when I when I put now, I do sort of hands on the side. But I think this is going to help me more with that as well. Yeah, but you can... I spoke to him this morning, actually, uh, on uh, a Zoom call, and you can literally hold it whatever way you want as long as your palms are up. You can go left below right, right below left, together, as long as your palms are up. So it's fair. You're probably better with the thicker one, and I'll go with the small one. Got bigger hands as well, so... But yeah, let's see. Let's see how these come out. And okay, guys, we'll, we'll let you know when we've done the video. Um, we'll shout you on here because it'll be on the Friday after yep. after we've done the pod on the Wednesday. Yep. So moving on to other news, Tommy Fleetwood going all tailor made. Yep. A lot of testing would have would carry out there. Absolutely. Um, he was a free agent as well. We spoke about we, that. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised about that. It's obviously big bucks, isn't it? Yes. It, big bucks. Yes. But he's gone full bag apart from his putter at this point and his wedges. Um, so he's still at Callaway wedges, but he's and he's still using an Odyssey putter. But I, my understanding is from he's watching. YouTube videos, he's trying them. Yeah, so he's testing oh, the. So gold pervy, mate. Yeah, got to oh, do it for this pod. I watched Tommy Fleetwood on YouTube. Got to do it for this pod. We've got to stay up to date and informed. Sure, someone has to. We, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> say that, he says that, but who brings all the information to the pod? It's a joint effort, mate. Right. So I'd be very interested to see everyone. Good start this week, mm. finishing top ten. I mean, that's so. got to give you so much confidence. Yeah. Putting new gear in the back, especially that like we were saying, like new gear, no coach, all these things will not give you the confidence. And it's like, do I fully trust it? Well. It obviously, the gear has been, um, he's obviously worked very hard in yeah. Dubai to get the gear sorted for him with yeah. TaylorMade and it's obviously working. Yeah, so hopefully, considering I've backed him, he uh, wins this week. Right then, something that we... Sorry, just interrupt, just on that note, when oh, Justin well. Rose changed to Homna, he went absolute tits up and well, left him. Yeah, he left for half of the season, didn't he? Yeah, half of the season. God. A, how bad did that look for Homna? B, exactly. I bet he was kicking himself in the decision he made. He was there. Oh yeah, paying the cash that's, back. That's very true. Um, so, Alex, if you follow Alex on Instagram and social media and YouTube and everything else that he's on, on TikTok and uh, Facebook and he, uh, Pinterest, and <laughs> <laughs> he's been talking a lot this week. On, on the pod, we've been talking a lot about the new gear that's coming out. It's that time time of year, new drives, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And someone mentioned this to you, didn't they, on yeah. the live stream that you did? Wilson clubs are underrated. Now, they did say the irons, and I have to agree with them. Like, I remember when I was playing and trying to play full-time, I was looking at a new set of irons. I actually went with Strixon at the time. Um, but Wilson was one of the ones that I was looking at. I don't, well, the D9 range includes a driver. I don't yep. personally like the look of it. No, personal, but the irons. But it, it might perform, but the irons look great. Look so good. I just think, I think they're very underrated. Very I've underrated. used Wilson clubs before obviously not the blades because i got them when i was younger i used di9 god it's rolling back, back the years the, there for you and everybody <laughs> but they were good mate like, i played some good golf with them and like they're then obviously not up there with like your tailor made your callaways your cobras but why, but why? is that just is that exactly. just me and they haven't got the right marketing as in they haven't got a bigger bigger big budget it's gonna there's it's hard for a golf company to fight through the upper echelon mm. like that word um <laughs> of uh, companies it is it's just money it Money is. talks. That's the thing. And I think that 
I think that the, like like the guys on your on your uh, live stream, they look unreal. I don't see how they're gonna perform any less than other clubs. Like the technology is gonna be there. Mm. Like, I, but then how many people on tour are using? Not like you don't hear that much about it. You don't see that much. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's up with your tailor maids, and maybe that's the issue for it. Maybe they can't. Okay, they they churn out the great great clubs, but maybe they can't break that barrier down, which is holding them back. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. Just speculating. Um, another new release this week, which Alex is mega mega fuming about. The new Pro V, apparently. The new Pro V one. New Pro V every year. Every single year they bring out a new ball. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. It can't be new. How can you change the Pro V? I admit, if you look at the Torbalata to the 392 to the ball now, but there was a couple of years ago where they swapped the Pro V and the Pro V1X over. And you're like, to me, I, I, I don't see how you can... And obviously, they'd argue that each year they refine it and make it better. Yeah, but surely there's a point where it can't get any better. Well, surely. They'd say science keeps developing each year, though, wouldn't they? That's what they'd say. But I, mean, I don't believe it. I, the only thing that looks like it's changed to me is the line on the side's a bit different and the box has changed. Like Makes you play different, that. Oh, yeah, it? really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> really, really helps your game. I need to move off that because I'm going to upset somebody. He's so, getting wound just, up. Yeah. So, uh, on to another note. The Cobra Irons. Ricky Fowler Irons. Cobra, if you're listening, I'll have some. Oh, my God. <laughs> they look a joke. I'm going to use these. Gold blade. Or bronze, would you say? Like, yeah. Goldy like bronze. A, yeah. Rusty kind of so like a rusty. They're not rusty, but they look like, like that a rusty, rusty bronze color. Ah, oh, they're pure. But they're the blades of the blades. Hear this though, they've made thirty-three prototypes of these blades. So you know, he's been working with Rick. Fowler's been working. Yeah, I know the inside them. scoop in, mate. Do you want me Here to take it go. away? Here we go. So Mr. Cobra himself. speaking to me at sources. Um, apparently, he's been using them in the bag for a while because right. they, they teased them like last year. And he just wasn't happy with the design. He well, wanted to keep changing it. In 2019. It. Yeah, he wanted to keep changing it. He didn't like it. Uh, and then it ended up with what they got now. And from what I know, don't take me quote for quote for this, I think once he's happy with them, they're going to go to retail. Yeah, so, well, I've I've got the inside scoop on that, mate. They're actually, they're available for pre-order. There you go, then. Beat me to it. I've seen the cost of them. So expensive. Oh, wow. Well, they've been developing them for nearly, well, two years. So they're gonna to have to get some money back, aren't they? But how much are they? Over two thousand dollars for what? A set of irons. Yeah, but like five to wedge. I assume so. I didn't see that. He just said <laughs> he just said that in the front. Spenny. Serious money, but they but guys, go and have a look at them on on the Cobra Instagram. They look so pure. You look like an absolute G. Yeah. Oh, you pull them out. Like. The thing is, though, I'd if I ever got a you set gotta of, play well, haven't you? If I ever got a set of them, Cobra, if you're listening, um, I begging again. <laughs> I would. Not want to hit them. They look so the good. There'll be some people that just get them to collect them and don't yeah. use them. Like yeah. keep the cellophane on them and all that. Yeah, they look unreal. So that'd be very, very interesting. I hope you get some because I'll be hitting them. Um, I'm anywhere near them. Only toe marks <laughs> on them. <laughs> Cheers. Um, but no, they look amazing, guys. So go and have a look at them. The final point for this week is a request from me. <laughs> so. Me and Josh had this idea of, right, okay, well, the weather's really bad here. How can we keep filming through the winter? How can't can we get on golf courses. Up? Yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll build a swing room. We'll build it ourselves, we said. <laughs> we'll try to get, we've got a few quotes. Wow. Wow. These things are expensive. The problem that I'm having is, like, your standard, like, outhouse shed that's big enough in terms of width and depth is fine. It's but it's the height. Enough. Yeah. It's the height that's not there. So if anybody's listening to this right now and can point me in any direction... 
I'm not talking spending millions of pounds here, by the way. Um, anyway, we don't just just a reasonable amount of money to spend on one of these, not a stupid amount of money. If anybody's yeah. got any advice for us, I would really appreciate it. If you send it into how to ruin a good walk at gmail.com, um, that'd be really appreciated. But the thing is with the swing, obviously we we've been lucky enough, thanks to Craig again, yeah, um, about fact to use the swing room there to do some filming and. It'll change changes a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes like, it so much better. Makes so much. So, I mean, we're so there better. all day. Yeah, just makes it so much better, and just like a for you, not only for your content, but for the lessons and things like that. Like the data, we had a, we had a chat man on it, and the data you get from it is just stupid. Like obviously, you get it with your flight scope, you do the same thing. So basically, Alex wants one in his garden. <laughs> I'm dreaming. So if anybody can help me, I really appreciate it. Um, but guys, that wraps it up for episode 12 of the How to Run a Good Walk podcast. Thank you so much for your support once again. Yes. Um, if you do, anybody that would love to listen to this podcast, please do share it with them and look forward to joining you next Wednesday at the same time. Yes, guys. Thanks for me. And here's to the next thousand downloads. Cheers.